Welcome and thanks for joining us here at the Bethel Church Podcast. For more information about Bethel and who we are, you can visit us online at BethelChurch.info. We hope you are encouraged and that you find hope in today's message. It's good to see you this morning. It's good to be in his house. I'm uh, Pastor Steve Holder, Global Leadership Pastor here at Bethel Church. I'm the one that blows in, blows up, and blows out. Amen. <laughs> and Pastor Daniel every now and then lets me blow up up here. So I appreciate the opportunity and uh, on uh, July 4th weekend. And thank y'all for staying home, not fighting the crowds out there. Amen. Y'all are smart people, I tell you. We got the smart crowd here today. Amen. Eight o'clock service was awesome. We had a great time. The Lord really moved. And uh, it's, it's just a blessing to be able to come and share today. And, and uh, is anybody going to barbecue or cook anything? Who's going who's gonna to barbecue or anything? You're going to cook out today or tomorrow. You're going to cook out. You're going to kick out. Raise your hand. Let me see if you're going to do some cook. Just want to see where I want to go. <laughs> Are you doing brisket over there, man? Huh? No brisket. He's going to be the first one in the altar to repent. So. <laughs> He cooks some good brisket. Yes, yeah, he does. Amen. Uh, praise the Lord. Well, we're in a series called Fight. And um, Pastor Daniel's been leading us in, in these uh, messages on the armor of God. It's uh, just been so in, uh, enlightening and encouraging to us. And today we're going to uh, just continue that, talking about we are, we are you know, this is not a playground. Uh, we're in a battlefield. We're on a battlefield and I don't know, I was just, I was really, I was praying and saying, I just felt like that, you know, there are some people here today who are un, just been under attack and, uh, this message will hopefully help you, um, get a, get a hold of some things. And I believe there are some here today. You've even, you know, it's even, it's not that you've lost your faith, but you've had a loss of faith. Um, and, uh, it's time to regain it. It's time to get back to uh, engaging in, in active faith. And uh, uh, the Bible says we show our faith by what we do and our faith without works is dead. So uh, it's time to get back in the game. There's even some people watching us. Uh, I believe it's time for you to get back in the game. Um, God uh, saved you to serve. Amen. And um, you can't just, I know for some it's important imperative because of your various situations, and we thank God for the media medium, the, the ministry of media. But there comes a point in time you got to get back in the game of serving and, and being active. And so when, whenever that is, he's ready and we're ready. Amen? Praise God. We love you and we celebrate you. If you've been coming recently to Bethel. I know they've welcomed you, but we're glad to have you. It's a joy to have you today. If you've been coming for a week or You've been coming for months or however long. We're glad to have you. You're a part of the Connection team now, and uh, you're expected to greet everybody. If this is your first Sunday, you can welcome whoever it is to Bethel. Amen? You're on the team. Praise the Lord. So uh, everybody's on the Connection team here at Bethel. Praise God. All right. So let's get into the Word. Ephesians chapter 6. If you'll turn in your Bibles and stand with us for the reading of God's Word. Ephesians chapter 6. We're going to stand together in honor of reading God's Word. Chapter six, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And if you'd like to read, you're welcome to, but I do stop occasionally throughout the scripture. So I'll just give you a heads up. 
Uh, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. You remember I said we're on a battlefield. This is not a playground. And that just tells you that's the, that's the real deal right there. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, it didn't say if, it said when. When the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth that Pastor Daniel talked to us about. Buckled around your waist, the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, in addition to all this armor, the King James says, above all, take up the shield of faith, which you can extinguish all the flaming errors of the evil. All the flaming errors of the evil one. You don't have to take it. You don't have to stand there and let it just beat your armor to death. You got a shield. Amen. You don't have to. It will extinguish all. Everybody say all. The flaming errors of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kind of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Notice it says with the armor, pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. so important to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and, and to have a, a language of communication between you and God that the devil can't intercept. The devil can't comprehend when you're praying in the Spirit. He's confused because he don't speak spirit. He don't know how to speak spirit. He only knows how to speak flesh and the world and evil. So when you're praying in the spirit, the devil can't understand what you're saying. And it's going directly to God. It even bypasses your own intellect. Romans says you're praying out of, out of your innermost being. You're, you're praying for things that you can't even understand yourself. Praise God. So let's do a little bit of that right now. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the word. Thank you for the truth. Oh, God, let it be anointed today. It's already anointed. We don't have to ask for that. The word of God is anointed. It's sharper and quicker than any two-edged sword. Now let it go forth today and accomplish what it's sent to do. Don't let it return empty. Let, we know it's going to accomplish. It's not going to be empty today, God. We thank you that we have receptive hearts and people with receptive minds and their spirits open to growing in their faith and growing in knowing the knowledge of you. And so we thank you for that word today. Anoint it and bless us as we are your servants and your vessels. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Everybody said amen. amen. Praise God. You may be seated. I'm going to go ahead and give you a little bit of a, uh, of a shift here in the Word of God. Uh, I want to change something a little bit. And uh, it's just, a, uh, you know, like a, you got different versions in the Bible. So this is be my version, okay? I, I believe it's not the shield of, not only can it be the shield of faith, but I believe it, the, the shield is faith. That's what it is. The shield is faith. And... Um, 
so just adapt to that. Think about that. Dwell on that. The shield is faith. We're talking about what the scripture says here that we've just read is the shield of faith that we're to take up. And, um, you know, faith is what the enemy is after, your faith. That's what Satan is attacking, is your faith. From the very beginning in the Garden of Eden, it was Satan's attack of Adam and Eve uh, on their faith because their faith was rooted in God's word, which was truth. That's the belt of truth, uh, the word of God. And so Satan wants to sow doubt about the word of God. In other words, Satan wants you to not believe God's word is true. And so he did that in the garden. He said, you know, God had said in the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. Well, Satan comes and sows doubt, right? He undermines their faith. Their faith was in God. They were having communion with God, fellowship with God each and every day. What God has said was true. Satan comes along, undermines it and says, you will not surely die, but you'll become as God's. And so Adam and Eve partook of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They sinned, they disobeyed God. We fell into a depraved state because of the doubt that the enemy had used to create in the mind of Adam and Eve. Satan's strategy is not any different today. He wants to undermine your faith. Some of, your, some of you, your faith is under attack. I don't know if you remember, but October of 2021, I preached a message called, But If Not Faith, about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who said, even if our God doesn't come through, we're gonna still worship and serve God. That's really where we've gotta to get to with our faith. And we've gotta make a determination that says, no matter what comes our way, no matter what darts the enemy throws at us, no matter what attacks that we come under, that we're never going to compromise our faith. That's, that's a made-up mind. That's what Paul said in his teachings, his writings to his disciples. I am fully persuaded. I, there's no room for me to entertain doubt and unbelief. I'm not going to go there. I'm fully persuaded. I, I want to help us to get to that point. Now, here's what is required of us. I, I, you know, I did a series many years ago, a long time ago, called Life. L-I-F-E. Everybody say Life. And, and I based it on this. We are to live in faith every day. L-I-F-E. Live in faith every day. This is something we, we, have, to, we have to guard every day. It's something we have to activate every day is, is our faith. Because the enemy is going to try to get to undermine and doubt and say, God really didn't say this. God really didn't say. God really didn't mean it. This God really didn't. God, and the enemy's always going to be, and then he's going to be attacking you on other things and other issues in your life. You know, maybe it's your past. The enemy's going to keep digging up your past, keep trying to throw your past at you. He's just throwing those darts at you. That's why the shield is so important. That's why faith is so important. And because Satan is always trying to undermine the word of God. That's also why it's so important that we, we have knowledge of the word of God. The only only weapon Satan has against you is your own ignorance of the Word of God. I'm going to say that again because some of you were thinking about Facebook. Here we go. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. The only weapon Satan has against you is your own ignorance of the Word of God. You don't know how. When Satan attacked Jesus 
in the out, set there, when Satan attacked Jesus, what did Jesus say? It is written. Man shall not live by bread alone. It is written. You're not to have any other gods before you. It is written. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. On every attack that Satan was throwing at Jesus, Jesus took Satan to the word of God. I just want to share with you something this morning. It's time for you to take the devil to the word of God. He's been beating up on you. You haven't taken up your shield. You haven't, your, your shield's been down on the ground or your faith has been weak or your faith's been low. It's time to pick back up your faith. It's time to get your faith back where it needs to be and realize that the word of God is hid in your heart that you might not sin against God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things unseen. You're not walking by sight. You're walking by faith. You live by faith. The just shall live by Faith. Faith is where you conquer and defeat the enemy. Faith comes by the word of God. You get the truth of God in you. The truth is inside of you. So when the enemy starts throwing his junk at you, you take him to the word of God. You take him right straight to what God has to say. This is how God, when depression comes your way, you, you take him to the word of God. Weeping, I'm going through grief, but weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. I'm going, through a, I'm going through a loss. I'm going through a difficult time. But in the presence of the Lord is fullness of joy. And at his right hand is where there are pleasures. You take him to the word of God. On every situation, I'm going through a difficult time. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth them out of them all. You take him to the word of God. The thief cometh not to steal, to kill and destroy. But Jesus has come that we can have life and that we can have it more abundantly. You take the devil to the word of God and he has to come under subjection because the authority is God's word, not the Supreme Court, God's word. The authority is the word of God. And Satan knows that. That's why he wants to distort it, dilute it, compromise it. My Lord, have mercy. Yeah, expose it. (laughs) Hallelujah. My motor's already running. I was cranked up before y'all got here. Paul said... I have fought a good fight and I have kept the faith. Henceforth it laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Wow. You know what Martin Luther King Jr. said? Faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. That's what faith is. Faith takes you into the realm of the invisible. You don't see it, but you see it. I don't see Jesus, but I see Jesus. (laughs) I don't see the Holy Spirit, but I see the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Hmm. Hallelujah. Faith. Somebody, you know, they're criticizing people for having hyper faith. I don't think you can. I don't know that you can. A woman says... I've been sick for 12 years. I've been bleeding for 12 years. I've been unclean for 12 years. I've been to every doctor. I've taken every medication for 12 years. And I'm still sick. 
But if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I can be made whole. Faith says, I see it, but I don't see it. But I see it. Faith says, whoo, hallelujah. Mm, 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 mm. Ain't gonna be much note, notes, I, brother. I'm trying to, I'll try to get to them as best I can. Oh my. Hey, praise the Lord. And it's not because I hadn't preached. I, I've been preaching elsewhere, but hey, there's no place like preaching at home. <laughs> Amen. Among, among family. Y'all are family, you know that? You're my brother and my sister. Hallelujah. How many of you here to have church? Or did you just come to look good? Did you come to have church or did you just come to look good? Because you're looking good. I mean you're looking good. Look at your neighbor and say, you're looking good. I'm glad. Who said we can't have fun too? Hebrews 11 Verse one, I believe Paul wrote Hebrews, but it's, it's not absolute, but that's just my thought. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Here it is, takes you in the realm of the invisible. The evidence of things not seen. I've never been to heaven, but <laughs> I got heaven on the brain. Streets of gold, walls of jasper. Gates of Pearl. I asked my wife yesterday. We were, we were sitting at a dinner, dinner last night and uh, was about to eat at Olive Garden. I love Italian food. Enjoyed it. But we were sitting there and I looked at her and I said, I wonder what my mom and dad and your dad are doing right now. I can only imagine. They have, she said they're having a good time. I said, I know they are. I can't see it, but I see it. That's where faith takes you. That's what faith is. It's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence. It's evidence. Faith is evidence. My God, that's good. Faith is evidence. What you talking about? Faith is evidence. Mm. Me, me and Get, Pastor Gage wrote a song this week. It's all about that faith, about that faith. No doubting. It's all about that faith, about that faith. No doubting. And it is. It's all about faith. It's all about faith. Anything can change. It's all about faith. A murderer can be turned into an author of two-thirds of the New Testament. It's all about faith. Glory to God. Anything can change. The reason why the devil is fighting you so much about your faith is because that is the stronghold that is keeping him from having access into the inner beings and inner workings of your life to destroy you. Because he has only come to kill, to steal, and destroy. And the word of God tells us that. And it says, don't be ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get the upper hand of you. 
And his, his devices are age old. He, he doesn't have anything new. He only ha- he, and he doesn't have authority over you. He only has the power of suggestion. That's all he's got is the power of suggestion. Now, let's don't discredit him. I'm not diminishing Satan's schemes and strategies. But I'm telling you something, even if you messed up, there is a way out. Even if you broke the commandment, he'll repair you and get you back in the right relationship. By faith. We are saved by grace, but it's through faith. You go from faith to faith. Victory to victory. There was an entire generation of Jews that missed God's promise. God told them they could have it. God told them it was theirs. And what should have been an 11-day journey turned into 40 years. Sometimes it takes us a long time, a whole lot longer, because we just don't understand the benefits of faith. We underestimate the power of our God. Amen. We put more faith in the stock market than we do in, in God's economy of tithes and offerings. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging bread. Hallelujah. My Lord, can I go there, Lord? He said, yeah, okay, I'm going to go there. There there was a a prophet in the Old Testament in 1 Kings chapter 17. I'm just going to go there. That was just the first service didn't get this, but y'all going to get this. There was a prophet in 1 Kings 17. He said, it's not going to rain for three years. How many know we need some rain around here? He said, it's not going to rain for three, for years. It's going to be a famine. God fed the prophet with ravens. Ravens brought him prime rib. I don't know what it was. I, I'm just making it up right now. But they brought him something good because he, he survived on it for, I don't know, a long time. He survived at it all the way until the brook ran dry. And when the brook ran dry, God said, okay, get up from there and I, I'm going to send you to a widow and she's going to take care of you. A widow? She's broke. She ain't got no money. When he gets to the widow, he tells the widow, go get me something, give me some water. And because that was one of, you know, that was one of their uh, roles or assignments. And so she went and got the prophet some water. And have you know, if you bring the prophet some water, you'll get a prophet's reward. <laughs> Amen. And so she obeyed the prophet. She went and got him some water. And, and, and then he said, now I want you to first, I want you to go and I want you to bake me some bread. And she's picking up sticks. Now you know how broke she is. She's picking up sticks. How I many know you're pretty broke when all you're doing is picking up sticks? She's picking up sticks because she's going to start a fire. And she tells the prophet, all I've got is a little bit of oil in a cruise and a little bit of meal in a jar. A jug and a jar is all I got with just a little bit of oil and a little bit of meal in it. And the prophet says, go and bake me the bread first. See, the whole context of that 
passage of scripture. I don't know why I'm going there, but the Holy Spirit told me to go there, so I'm going there. It's not in my notes, but that's all right. Somebody needs to hear this. So the whole context, the whole context of this is faith. The whole context of this is priority of faith. Because the prophet says, go and fix me some, a, a cake of bread first. And she looks at him and says, I'm going to go and I'm going to fix this last bit of oil and this last bit of meal with these two sticks. I'm going to start a fire and me and my son are going to die after that because we don't have anything left. And the prophet says, no, go and fix me something first. The priority of faith, the priority of, uh, of tithes, the priority of giving, the priority of generosity, the priority of obedience is all wrapped up in that and it's all wrapped up in faith. And the widow says, okay, if that's what the prophet says to do, that's what I'm going to go do. So she goes and fixes him something first and she goes and feeds him first and she goes and helps him first and all this is all wrapped around in faith and she does it in faith and guess what? The rest of the famine, she had oil in her cruise, she had meal in her jar and her and her son did not die but they lived and then he did die and the prophet had a place to take him up to his room, laid on, prayed the prayer of faith of him and raised him from the dead. Read 1 Kings 17. It's about faith. It's about faith. It's about the shield. The shield is faith. Your shield is faith. Whew. You got the sword of the spirit. You got the shield of faith. You got the helmet of salvation. They got this big guy up here. This is Saul. I'm David. Y'all remember David tried to put Saul's armor on and he couldn't, he couldn't, he was, it wouldn't fit him and just, it just was out of place. That's the way me and this guy here would be because I'm vertically challenged and he's not. <laughs> but I thank God for the helmet of salvation, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Thank God for the sword of the spirit. But don't forget your shield. Don't forget the, the shield of faith. And, and I, like this, I like this shield because it covers my whole body. <laughs> Man, devil, you can't get me. Nanny nanny boo boo, you can't get me. <laughs> but you know what? God's given you a shield of faith that covers your whole body too. Amen. I don't care how tall or how short you are. God's given you a shield of faith. Whoo, when they... <clears throat> I just got to roll with it. When, when they got, when you get a, when you get a shield, uh, the, the shields in that day that Paul was looking at and he was using a, you know, uh, an analogy toward and, 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 and he was explaining this through a, through a, a visual, the shields that they made in that day were made out of wood. How do you know what Jesus died on? Cross, wood. And, and the shield of, the, the shield of faith was made out of wood and then it was, it was overlaid with leather. Have you know where leather, leather comes from? Not Walmart. That's pleather. <laughs> made in China. <laughs> I mean, everything's made in China nowadays. It's, 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 it was overlaid with leather. Which means what? Huh? Something had to die, which means there had to be bloodshed. I'm talking about faith. The shield is faith. 
to shield his face. The leathers overlaid the wood, which is the shedding of the blood. Woo, do y'all see this? Isn't this a beautiful picture? What Paul's giving us as an illustration that we, we don't have to take the devil's junk. We don't have to keep being beat up and beat down and broke, busted, and disgusted, deep, dark depression, excessive misery. If it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Bloom, despair, and agony on me. Oh, we don't have to deal, deal with that. Hallelujah. We've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. We've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. The blood of Jesus has covered all of our sins and iniquities. His blood was perfect blood. It was sinless blood. It was perfection. It knew no sin. He knew no sin. Therefore, his blood was the satisfactory propitiation for our sins that justified us by faith. And then it doesn't stop there. Then the shield was dipped in water. Mm, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the baptism in water, all of that is symbolic in the shield. The shield's dipped into the water. Before you go into battle, you dip it into water. <laughs> Whew. Because when, you, when it comes up out of water, then whenever the fiery darts of the enemy, and, it, and that's what the scripture alludes to, that's what Paul's talking about. He's talking about that kind of physical warfare, but he's identifying in a spiritual realm. And he says the enemy's going to throw his fiery darts at you. Don't be surprised when the enemy starts shooting darts at you. And he, he uses like an arrow like we used to see on the Cowboys and Indian movies whenever I was a kid growing up. And, and they would have them wrapped they would wrap the arrow, the sharp metal, metal part would be wrapped in some kind of cloth and it would be lit up uh, on fire and then it would be pro projectiled across uh, to attack the enemy. So the enemy's shooting his attacks at us, but we got our shield that's made of wood. We got our shield that is, has the, the, the leather, the, the skins of the blood that was shed on Calvary. We've got our shield that has been dipped in the water and baptized in the Holy Spirit, baptized in water in the uh, for the remission of sins. And, 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 and when the darts come at us, they hit us and the water extinguishes the fiery darts of the enemy and we keep on marching on for Jesus. Amen? Man, that's good news. Woo! That makes me want to put this down and get back to preaching. That's what it makes me want to do. Amen. So, let me give you a few points from my notes so I can at least say I used them. <laughs> Is Satan attacking you? Have you ever been under attack before? Sure we have. He attacks your mind. He attacks you with your past. He wants you to doubt God's forgiveness. I want to tell somebody right now, God forgave you a long time ago. I just made the devil mad. Because mm. he didn't want you to remember that God forgave you and God forgot it. And when you bring it back up to God, he says, what are you talking about? I don't remember that anymore. I forgave you for it. I've forgotten it. The devil wants to keep trying to beat you up with unforgiveness. That God could never forgive you. He forgave you. You're forgiven. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. Satan attacking you? Where is Satan attacking you? Where is he throwing these darts at? 
The shield is meant to cover all of those areas that are, that are vulnerable, your heart. The shield is meant to be the first line of, def- well, let me, okay, all right. Guys in the back, let's do above all. We're justified by faith. There we go, above all. There's all three of them, but, but there's one, we're justified by faith. What does that mean? Just as if you had never sinned. Do you have faith that says that God can wipe your slate clean as, as if you had never sinned? When we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God, your sin is no bigger than my sin. My sin's no bigger than your sin. Sin is sin. It means to miss the mark. But we're justified just as if we had not missed the mark. Back in the relationship with the Father. Now I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ. I'm a new creation. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Glory to God. Come on, somebody. You, we, we need to stand in the mirror and remind ourselves who Jesus is in our life. Who we are in him. Our identity is not in us. Our identity is in him. Oh, praise God for the blood of Jesus. It, it, Above all, we are justified by faith. Secondly, Paul says, take up the shield. He says, take it up. Pick it up. God's given us a shield called faith. And he wants us to use that when the enemy starts firing his darts at us. Take up the shield of faith. The shield is the first line of defense. The shield guards pastor friend of mine called me this week and he said, man, he said, I I just got to tell you a testimony. I said, praise the Lord. I love testimonies. He said, my wife was driving home. We don't know what happened, but she fell asleep. She was by herself and said she crossed two lines of, of uh, busy highway and came back across those two lines of busy highway and never hit a car, but she hit the guardrail. When she hit the guardrail, it woke her up. And because she was asleep during the impact, she never tensed up or never, you know. uh, And so she didn't have a scratch, didn't even have a bruise, totaled the car. And the investigating officer said, if it weren't for the guardrail, she would have went over the ravine and would have flipped the car multiple times. And this 70 some year old lady probably would have died. Thank God for guards. I mean, thank God for the shield. It's a guard. It guards those arrows from getting to your heart. It guards those arrows from getting to the valuable, what's most important internal organs in our spiritual walk with God. Thank God for the shield. Amen. The shield deflects. Man, just... Stop taking everything personal. Let the, let it, let the, let the word of God do the talking for you. Let, let, mm, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. Don't worry about it. Let the shield deflect those doubters. Let the shield deflect people that are trying to beat you up and, and knock you down and drag you back through their mud and their junk. Let the shield deflect it. Amen. Just hold it. Say, I've got faith in God. I, I'm trusting in the Lord. Leaning on his arm. And the shield is a weapon. If you'll notice, there's a metal part to the, to the shield, which is, is, is very accurate. 
to how the shields were made in that day and to what the apostle Paul is referring to here. Those were used as a, as a weapon to uh, attack or beat a person or conquer a person that was trying to destroy your life, trying to kill you in battle. The shield is a weapon. And finally, the shield that is called faith makes it possible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. Paul said, take it up, take it up. Amen. And then finally, he said, it will extinguish. It will extinguish. Faith enables us to overcome. We overcome. We're made overcomers. We're made conquerors. Hallelujah. Now, none of us are perfect. Paul even said, you know, I've not yet attained. Uh, we're, we're all striving, but faith enables us to overcome. Don't, don't lose your faith. Don't allow the enemy to undermine your faith. There's a scripture. I, I'm just going to jump to it right quick, but I, I'm going to come back. Thanks, guys, and for the notes. Very good. But there's a scripture in... Um, Luke chapter 18, verse seven and eight, where Jesus says, when the son of man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? When the son of, that's a, that's a sobering comment. Because I, I find the enemy constantly trying to get me to doubt God. And he didn't really say, he didn't really mean what he said or I, the enemy's always trying to undermine. Did he really forgive you? Did, did, are you really? Here's the big one. You're not really saved. Come on. You're not really saved. He's a liar. Amen. Amen. He's a liar. And the father of lies. Everything that comes out of his mouth is a lie. Stop listening to his voice. Stop letting him tempt you and deceive you into living the life of the world and the flesh and following the, the commands of the enemy to just satisfy your pleasures. You know what the Bible says? The flesh is the enemy of God. It says it, it's at enmity with God. Amen? Will he find faith? Verse seven and eight of chapter 18 in Luke. When the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? Well, you know where you find faith? In people. So will he really find faith in people? Will he really find faith in me and in you? You know something? Jesus is coming back. The same way he left my Bible says is the same way he's coming back. Guess how he left? In clouds. He departed from the Mount of Olives. See, we don't get to say, oh, I don't know if I believe that or not. No. <laughs> it's essential. Will he find faith when he comes back? Soon and very soon. We are going to see the king. Soon and very soon, the trump of God is going to sound. And the dead in Christ are going to rise. And then we which are alive and remain are going to be called up. There's a rapture going to take place. Well, where is that in the Bible? There's about seven of them in the Bible. 
Elijah was one of them. He was raptured in the Old Testament. Enoch was one of them. He was raptured. (laughs) Jesus was raptured. The church is going to be raptured. Come on, some of you. Where's your faith? All this gloom and doom. That's why the Bible says that we're, we're not to be troubled. Oh, man, this world's in a mess. It's going to get messier. It ain't going to get better. It's going to get worse. Yeah, but I'm going to vote this way. It ain't going to matter. It's still going to get worse. You know why? Because the Bible says it's going to get worse. And if the Bible says it's going to get worse, it's going to get worse. But it tells us not to be worried. <laughs> Don't be alarmed. These things must come to pass. But look up. Your redemption draweth nigh. Come on now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's stand together because y'all, some of y'all checked out on me 10 minutes ago. You know what's neat about this is the shield called faith. When they would go into battle, the enemies would attack and they'd start shooting you know, they would, they would line their brigades up and they would begin to shoot. And so when you knew you were under attack, they would form what was called a, a tortoise uh, formation. Do we have that picture? This was the formation. These are these shields. And you would get together with your brothers and your sisters who are in common warfare. Oh yeah. We're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and wickedness in high places. So when the devil starts beating you up, telling you you ain't forgiven, we're gonna get four or five of us around. We're gonna say, you've been restored. You've, you're recovered. You're, you're healed. You're delivered. Ah, mm, praise God. So we put our shields above our heads and we get in, we get in this, into this tortoise, this uh, tortoise brigade or whatever you call it. And we put our shields in front and we guard our brothers and our sisters against the attack of the enemy. We stand together until the devil realizes his darts don't work, his flame don't work, and we extinguish them. We raise our shield. We raise our shield. We raise our faith. Mm, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead quickens our mortal body. Glory to God. And we come through the battle and we put our shields down and we take out our swords and we go on the attack because he's run out of his fiery darts. The enemy only has so much ammunition. His ammunition depot is very, it's, it's limited. Praise God, but ours is unending. <laughs> ours is unlimited. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Somebody praise the Lord right now for this shield called faith. Thank God for this shield called faith. Amen. Amen. The shield is faith. It is faith. Every head bowed, every head bowed, every eye closed for just a moment. I want to ask you a question today. This journey begins by faith. There's no other way around it. You can sign up and serve if you want to, but you've got to have faith to believe in Jesus as the Son of God. And he says, if, you're, if you will believe and confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, he is faithful and just to forgive you of all your sin and you begin this faith journey God gives you a shield of faith you have faith then you walk in faith 
Do you have faith to believe that Jesus will forgive you today? You're here today and you're not serving the Lord. You're not walking with God. But you've got, you've heard the word. You've heard the teaching and the preaching today of God's word. And now you've got faith to believe that Jesus is the son of God. And that he will forgive you of your sin. Pastor, that's me today. You just described me. Would you lead me in a prayer? Would you help me walk this journey? Would you help me in, in beginning this journey by faith? in accepting Jesus as my Lord and Savior and forgiving me of my sins. If that's you today, would you raise your hand and let me see it? Would you hold it up? Would you hold your hand up and let me see it? Would you just do that and we're gonna pray together. Just hold it up. Say, Pastor, by faith, I receive Jesus. By faith, I ask for his forgiveness today. All right, praise God. Making sure I didn't miss anybody. Okay, God bless you. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Father, thank you for this word today. Thank you for your truths today. Thank you that we have this wonderful treasure that you've given us. The word of the living God. And no matter what life throws at us, you have the answer. You are the answer. We thank you, Lord. Some of us here tonight, today, are, we've been under attack of the enemy, felt all along. But we're going to come out of this valley. We're going to walk out of it. We're going to be victorious. We're going to take up our shield above all. And we're going to walk victorious in Jesus. If you enjoyed today's message, we want to encourage you to join our Facebook online community. Search for Bethel Church Online for more great content from our pastors and leaders here at Bethel. Join us next week for another inspiring message.